Alex It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up. She's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes. Hello everybody and welcome back to Off The Podium, an Olympics podcast as we come to you for day three of the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympics. It's actually day four the time we're recording this, but we're here to recap day three because that's usually what happens after you recap day two. You move on to day three before you get to day four and it is a golden day for... Canada and a silver day for Australia which let's be honest in Australian Winter Olympic history winning a silver medal is just basically like winning five gold medals at the Summer Olympics it's that special it's that exciting there's medals everywhere we're excited we're happy so excited that the first thing we're going to do is cross direct to our expert correspondent on the moguls on the plains of emus it of course is Jared Lubick. Jared, we chose the wrong night to stay up and commentate on. We we should have done it for the men because Matty Graham, superstar, he's he's almost as good as Dalebeg Smith. Exactly, yeah. It was an incredible run, incredible event. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of credit for predicting that Australia would win zero silver, which I think has has made this happen. <laughs> yes. It's all thanks to you, Jared. We appreciate that. And uh, giving us a Canadian angle on another glorious day for Canadian winter sport. Three medals, two of them gold, and uh, she is the expert when it comes to winning medals because she has won them in something I'm sure before. Of course, I do speak of Mallory Foster, direct from the Canadian city of Adelaide. Hello, Mallory. Welcome back. Hi, Ben. Thanks for having me again. I knew about all three of our medals before <laughs> talking to you this morning as well. You, you quickly Googled them in. How, how are you feeling? Canada of, of gold. They've, they've got two gold. They're, they're, they're doing well. I was so excited yesterday. I was so excited yesterday, and I just checked the medals tally, and we're now in fourth. But yesterday, after our first gold, we were in second, Was that, I think. Yeah, your second gold, you were in second. But uh, Norway uh, and the Netherlands, I think, quickly went on to win gold just as soon as you won your second gold but uh the good news is should you win another gold medal today which i think is going to happen we'll get to that uh you will go up into second position if you win two gold medals today you will go up into first place as long as the germans the dutch and the norwegians don't win anything more uh and also america might actually just win a gold while we're on air right now so there's a few ifs ands or buts about uh, where you may end up today um we will say that just at the time we are recording this the women's half pipe final is on 
it is in the final round, so uh, we may sort of uh, interrupt ourselves here to uh, call uh, at least the Aussie in this one here uh, to see how Emily Arthur goes in a final run. She's not doing too well right now, is she, Jared? I mean, she's she looks like she's happy to be there, but uh, she's got one more run to go at least when we've hit record here. Yeah, clearly not up to the standard of the other girls. I think they were mentioning before that she was trying to land like a, a nine twenty or, or something yeah, for something the like first nine hundred for the for the first time ever, and the other girls are doing um, twelve hundred. What one <laughs> one million twelve hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just a, a couple of turns less than the rest of the field, but um, good to see her in the final. And you know that she's got no pressure on her when Channel Seven haven't talked her up for five days straight, showing replays of a qualifying run. So it's it's kind of okay here for Emily Arthur. And uh, she's about to go in just a second. But uh, we'll just start quickly with uh, our Aussie and Canadian results from uh, day three. And uh, for Australia, well, we've won a medal. We have uh, gotten our first. And sadly, the women's moguls team couldn't do it. But the men's moguls team could. Matt Graham, uh, silver medal in the men's moguls. Had a great run in all three. In, a, in all three when basically everyone was falling over. But uh, he went into this ranked three in the world. He's come out of it uh, second in the world, I guess, if you... I don't know if that how it updates it. But great result there for uh, Maddie Graham to get a silver. It's shades of Dale Begg-Smith. I'm, I'm calling it now, Jared. He's going to win gold in Beijing because he's going to do an opposite Dale. That's uh, going to be a new terminology that Australians will use in four years' time. Dale Begg-Smith started off with gold, went to silver. This time around, Maddie Graham's going to go silver and go for gold. But uh, what, what a moment for the esteemed history of Australian mogul sport. Yeah, exactly. This is this is what we excel at. Um, and Matt Graham held it all together. No choking yesterday, which was great to see. Absolutely. And uh, Mallory, you obviously stayed up to watch this one, didn't you? Uh, what, what was your take on Matty Graham? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he skied well because he got gold. <laughs> I was in bed. He got silver, actually. I think he texted but, uh... me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly gold. Um... But, uh, yeah, we'll, oh, that's awkward. we'll get to... He got silver. <laughs> I think you would remember the gold person in a second. We'll get to that. We got gold. We got gold. We got gold. <laughs> Mikhail Kingsbury, yes, uh, he got gold. But uh, also in that, uh, we should have a quick uh, shout-out to our former Australian Idol host, James Matheson, uh, did make the final uh, where he was eliminated. Only just eliminated in the first final. He actually was 14th. So uh, very nearly did make it into the... And if had he made that second one, I mean, everyone was crashing out in the second one. He probably would have had a chance to make it into the final, but ifs, ands, or buts. And uh, Rowan Chapman-Davies, uh, he was in 18th, so uh, he sadly did not make it through to the final. And our other athletes on uh, day three, well, as we just said, we're watching Emily Arthur. I think we're about to watch her run uh, now in just a second in the final of the half pipe. She made the final. Congratulations to Emily. Uh, but sadly, Holly Crawford, uh, I was going to say a friend of our shows, she, she wasn't on off the podium. She was on the brink, but... Um, in her, uh, what was it, fourth Olympics, I believe, uh, 20th place for her, sadly, uh, didn't actually quite make the cut. So uh, she uh, did not make it. Uh, I believe she actually just narrowly missed out on making the final. So uh, bad luck there for Holly. Uh, and other results for our Australians on that day that was day three? Well, we didn't have any others compete. So uh, that was slightly awkward for that. Uh, did, did you pay any attention to the uh, half-pipe girls yesterday, Jared? I mean, I know we're watching them now, uh, but at least in their qualifying into getting into the finals. Yeah, I, I watched that um, the whole way through just to, to kind of see how the Aussies went and obviously great to see Emily get through. And then, yeah, I think Holly ended up finishing in 13th and the top 12 went through. 
Um, so, yeah, like, disappointing for her, obviously, but to be at your fourth Olympic Games, I mean, that's an achievement in itself. Uh, indeed. Now, uh, Mallory, do you want to give us a summary of Canada, or do you want me to help you out here? <laughs> I can give you a summary of the medals. I don't know if I Go can tell it. you about anyone else. Well, give, give us the medals. You won three uh, medals. So tell us, what did you win? Ow. I just punched a wall. That really you hurt. You were so angry I that you didn't win more that you're just punching a wall. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, ow. That really hurt. That was not nice. Do you need a moment here? <laughs> it's okay. Um, so in ladies' slope style, our Canadian girl, Lori Blanc, uh, came second, got the silver medal there for us. And then the most exciting medal of the day, in my opinion, was our first gold in the figure skating team event. Um, everyone skated beautifully if you watched it, which I know you did. I it did, actually. Good. Um, <laughs> and then, as you already said, Michael Kingsbury came first in the men's moguls last night, which I definitely watched the entire thing. <laughs> Um, other Canadians who competed, what sport am I even looking at right now? Um, in the women's 10K pursuit, that would be there was a Canadian biathlon. 19th. Yes, biathlon. Rosanna Cof- Crawford, she was pretty great, came 19th. Uh, and another one in 53rd, Emma Wonder. And in 57th, she did not start, sadly, was Megan Tandy. Don't know who any of these girls are, if anyone's wondering. Uh, Clearly, um, cult heroes in Canada. I don't know then. about anyone else now. Oh, curling! We did well in curling well, yesterday. Well, yes, you're through to the gold medal match. You're, you're in the gold medal game in the mixed curling, which is today. So, and I'm calling this now. You're going to win the gold today. So, guaranteed gold for Canada on day four, I believe. Who are we curling against? I do believe you are up against Switzerland or Sweden, uh, one of them, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Yes, you are going to be up against them. Uh, I will confirm that in just a second. (laughs) Yeah, the Swiss. The Swiss. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Jared. Swiss expert, Jared Lubick. That, that's it. Uh, we also had a Canadian come <laughs> fourth in the Moguls last night, which you probably knew and I did not know. Um, yep, pretty exciting. What other sports did we compete in? Ice hockey, I don't think we played yesterday. Not exciting. Okay. Um, <laughs> ski jumping, we didn't place as usual, it seems. Do we even compete? Uh, nope, you had one. Ski jumping, it's fine. You did have one. What? Taylor Henrich uh, was 32nd. No, we did. She didn't make it through to the final. She was eliminated in the qualifying. Oh, I'm just looking at the finals. People who don't make it to the finals are not important. Mm. I mean, (laughs) everyone in the Olympics is important. (laughs) Congratulations to those who made it that far. Anyway. um, Yeah, that's... mm -hmm. I can help you out. If Uh, if you need more help, I can help you out here. Oh, Spencer O'Brien. Okay, wait, can we just talk about her for a second? So I did watch all of the women's slope style yesterday, and Spencer O'Brien was one of the favorites going in. Um, I think only, what was it, five or six girls actually managed to land an entire run yesterday in five girls in the women's slope style, just because the wind was so bad. Um, And so our two Canadian girls who did not win a medal... um, came 21st and 22nd. Spencer O'Brien was in 22nd, and sadly, she did not get to complete a run. Mallory, so Mallory I'm going to interrupt you here. Can I interrupt you here really quickly? 
I need to interrupt you. Mallory, I need to interrupt you. Emily Arthur is about to hit the slopes here. I need to quickly uh, hold that thought because we need to call our Australian here um, just to see if she can choke on a third run. Uh, She's currently sitting uh, right down the bottom of the field after her two runs. Uh, She's only got a high score of 48.25. She will need to get a score of 85.75 or higher to put herself in the medals. And uh, I'm calling it now. It's not going to happen. But uh, let's go for a top 10 here, Emily. She's at the top of the pipe. She goes into the next bit and she does lots of spins. And, oh, oh she's hands on the slope, which I think is bad. But, uh, she, oh, no, that's a really shit jump. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't seem to have the power as some of these other... Uh, jumpers really do and she's just kind of doing some little spinny things i know if this was on like an olympic video game you'd set the dd at like 0.1 to try and you know press x and square at the same time rather than having to bash all those buttons oh no she's face planted ouch that's gotta hurt and she's up she's okay there's no blood on the snow oh no hang on no she's she's just getting a breath and, uh, well, you know, she's currently sitting in 10th place, Jared. So, oh, and everyone's clapping her too. Look at the crowd. They love a good face plant in Korea. Um, uh, we, we weren't, we didn't call this one as a medal, did we, Jared? This was, this was expected, right? Yeah, this is probably about where we expected that she'd wind up and now she's being attended to by the medical crew, um, in the typical Australian fashion. Yes. Well, she's, the crowd is cheering her. I don't have the audio up here, so it's good to see. Um, she's just getting checked out here right now, and um, and she did land that nine hundred. So she did. She there's just, your silver line. She just didn't land the one uh, at the end. She just face <laughs> face planted. That was a big face plant, actually. Um, and oh, she's got about three people attending her now. Quick, everyone, rush to her. She doesn't look okay. I shouldn't be joking about this because she might collapse at any moment, and then I'm going to be like a dick. Anyway, sorry, Mallory. Uh, back to your your slope styles. The real athletes who do well, unlike uh, Emily Arthur. Sure. Yes, I think I was done with slip style. I've moved on to speed skating. Um, the ladies, fifteen hundred meter, we came fifteenth, nineteenth, and twenty first. Congratulations! Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did anybody else compete yesterday? Um, I don't know if anyone else competed. I will yesterday. just say quickly in the luge. Uh, after two runs oh. in the women's singles, your third, uh, Alex Goff, is uh, currently sitting uh, third behind the two German lugists. So, and you also got somebody in, uh, No, Germans six. can't win medals. Um, well, it's better than the Norwegians, let's be honest. We'd rather Germany top the medal tally than Norway. Um, so you're doing alright in the luge, so that's, that's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, guaranteed gold. You'll win gold today in the curling, so that's pretty exciting. Um, but, uh, yes, and I, can I just, uh, backtrack and say that I, I felt like I was a bit mean there to Emily Arthur. She did make the finals of an Olympic event, and, uh, that's pretty good. So. Her face is now bleeding too. Oh, that slow mo of I'm her face planting. So that I can Ouch. see this face plant. <laughs> oh, that is a big, oh, she is too. There is blood. She's down. And, uh, well. What, what was that saying in the movie, um, A League of Their Own, Dirt in the Skirt? Maybe it's, uh, I don't know, Blood in the Snow? Uh, I, I, that doesn't rhyme. But uh, anyway, um, so the medal tally, we'll just quickly go to this one after... Actually, no, I'll go over the other medal results before I go to the medal tally. Uh, so the ones that we haven't covered, uh, the biathlon, you mentioned it there, Mallory, but the winners of those, so in the men's pursuit, we had uh, France, Martin Fourcade, Winning the gold from the, uh, Swiss, oh no, Swedish, sorry, uh, Sebastian Samuelsson, silver, and Germans Benedict Doll, 
Uh, got the bronze there. Uh, the Women's Pursuit, Laura Dalheim, Dalmeyer of Germany beat the great Slovakian biathlete Anastasia Kuzmina and bronze to France. And a, and a Bechon. Um, you mentioned the Canada gold in the team event. Silver went to Olympic athletes from Russia and the bronze went to the USA. Um, in the moguls, as we said, Mikhail Kingsbury finally gets a gold medal. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you caught it much there at all, Jared, but did you know that Canada have won the last three of these in a row now? Like, God, they thro- shoved that down our throats last night, didn't they? Yeah, I think they only mentioned it once or twice. I think, uh, actually, they want to be technical. They've won four in a row. Dale Begg-Smith is technically Canadian, even though he won it for us. Um, Matt Graham's uh, silver and uh, Diachi Hara bronze. Yes, as you said, Mallory, just knocking out uh, the other Canadian there who was in the third place for a long time until the Japanese rider there. But everyone crashing out. It was good to watch. Ski jumping, the women's normal hill. Marin Lundy from Norway took the gold. Katarina Altheis. From Germany, the silver, and Sarah Takanashi from Japan, the bronze. Snowboarding, you said in the slope slopes, it was silver to Canada for Laurie Bluin. Blind? How did you say her name? Blown? Bloon? Oh, what did they say? Bluin? Bluin, yep, that sounds Bluin. right. Uh, Jamie Anderson made Where's it. from? Uh, Canada. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a double gold then for the Americans in the slope style because they obviously got it uh, in the men's and the women's. Jamie Anderson took it out. And it was bronze for any Ruka Jarvi from Finland. And in the speed skating, no surprises. The Dutch took it again. Irene Verst, uh, gold for the Dutch. Uh, Miho Takagi for Japan in silver. And Marit Lindstra, uh, bronze for the Netherlands. Um, in the ice hockey games that were held yesterday, uh, we had two Group B matches, uh, Switzerland 3-1 over Japan, and uh, I was watching Sweden versus Korea, absolutely dominant performance by Sweden, 8 nothing over Korea. I- I'm blaming the North Koreans. South Korea, I think, are generally pretty good in ice hockey, aren't they? It's just the North Koreans that are choking them out. Uh, Mallory, you're an expert on all things ice hockey. Is that is that a correct statement? I wasn't listening to you. Never mind. I'm, I'm used to that. Um, <laughs> in the luge, I mentioned that we've got two Germans leading the women's singles. Um, Natalia Geisenberger and Diana Eitenberger. There's lots of burgers going on there up at the luge. Uh, Alex Goff in the bronze medal position currently for Canada. Ahead of another German, Tatjana Hofner. Uh, in the, in fourth place there. Good news is, of course, that the training for the men's doubles luge started yesterday. I was watching that. God, it's good to watch. Uh, so, so exciting to see that on my screens. Uh, we also had, uh, as we said in the curling, uh, Canada will go off for gold against Switzerland. And if I'm not mistaken, we've already had the bronze medal match decided um and i believe did norway take the bronze jared do you have uh, no i think uh olympic athletes from russia oh norway. okay well i had a 50 50 chance there of that one and i obviously got it wrong so congratulations to the olympic athletes from russia um yes you're right they won that eight four uh, against Norway. So bronze to the Olympic athletes of Russia. They're doing their drug-filled nation proud. Uh, just quickly on the medal tally before we get to what we watched. So on day three, uh, Germany leading it 
four gold, one silver, two bronze, seven. They've got as many as the Dutch, but they've got three gold, two silver, two bronze. Norway, two gold, four silver, three bronze for nine. And Canada, fourth, two gold, four silver, one bronze, seven medals. Australia, currently in equal 13th place against our great winter rivals of Slovakia. We're both equal on a silver medal. Um, Kazakhstan bringing up the rear with a bronze next to Italy as well. And just an update on New Zealand. They have not won a medal. So what did we watch on day three? Let's start with you, Jared. Uh, what did you pay close attention to on the stuff that we haven't already mentioned today? Um, I caught a little bit of everything bar the biathlon. Uh, I watched the figure skating probably two hours after it was over with Channel 7 trying to pretend that it was live and the event was just finishing when we already knew the results. Um, I caught the end of the ski jumping, which surprisingly didn't go until two in the morning. So I'm, I'm thankful for that this time. And then the snowboarding, which was very much just, yeah, who could, who would get down a clean run with just everybody, every second person falling over really. Yeah. It was a very crash filled day, day three, I felt. Um, Mallory, uh, you sort of mentioned what you watched. Do you remember anything else that you watched or any comments on what you did watch? I only watched the figure skating and the slope style, which of course aired at the exact same time. So I had my setup with the snowboarding on TV, figure skating on my laptop. Um, yeah, the slope style was really hard to watch. Like I was just, I was sad for like, I was cheering on every single athlete as they went down. I was like, you can make the jump, you can make the jump. And then they'd crash every single time. And it just, it, it wasn't that exciting because you just knew that if somebody made a clean run, then they would be, like, top three or four. And, I don't know, that to me is kind of less of what the competition should be in, I don't know. You want to see more skill rather than just survival, basically. Yeah. It, and that's all it was. It was, make a clean run, you're going to win. That was essentially what it was. And, like, there was one girl in her first run who actually threw a really big trick, and it was, like a gorgeous trick and she didn't land which was really sad but then on her second run she was like no i'm just gonna play it safe because if i land then i'm gonna make top three and didn't throw any big tricks it was just what was gonna get her by to make that clean run and get a medal well one thing we haven't talked a bit about is i mean the weather is playing havoc so much on a lot of these events i mean we haven't seen any alpine skiing events because they're basically all being postponed and postponed just due to this weather uh, that is happening uh, in Pyeongchang at the moment. Um, and, yeah, that played about. I mean, we sort of briefly mentioned that with our women's moguls the other night, sort of by the time, you know, Brick Cox and Andy Naughty were going down, it was basically a blizzard. Um, and then even with the men's moguls last night, I mean, similar to what you were just saying there about the slope style, so many of the men's uh, in the men in the moguls were just crashing out everywhere. So it was kind of a lot of, particularly that second final, it was a survival of the fittest. I mean, it, Jared, that, I, I really thought that, uh, had old James Matheson gotten in there, he could have easily made it into the top six because it didn't about like four or five people crash out in that second final. Yeah, I think the score to go through was like maybe like a, a mid seventies in the end to get through to, yeah, the, the final six. So it was just person after person after person falling over. And I think it, it probably, I think helped Matt Graham that he was really the only one kind of taking the, the left hand side, which seemed to be, I don't know, it worked out for him, but maybe with less people taking it, it was a bit of like a cleaner option. And also uh, with Mikhail Kingsbury, I mean, he kind of struggled on his first two, and I thought I was thinking, God, man, he's got the gold here, because if, uh, you know, he doesn't live up to expectations, uh, you know, he's not going to do it. But, of course, uh, you know, Kingsbury did um, 
surprisingly, Colin's obviously not on the episode today. If you're wondering where he is, uh, he, he's gotten sick. Uh, he got sick of Andy Naughty the other night, so he just got actually got the flu. Uh, but uh, he sadly couldn't be with us here uh, for this celebration. Um, I watched same similar to you, Jared. I basically watched a bit of everything. I don't think there was anything I didn't end up seeing. Uh, you know, which is kind of easier in the Winter Olympics compared to the Summer Olympics because you know there's obviously so there's fewer sports and there's you know less medals on each of the day. Uh, I paid particular attention to the curling in the morning. I really thoroughly enjoyed watching the Canadian uh, Norway match. Um, and I've got some, you know, things to say on that when we get to like the commentary section. Um, but I learned a lot. I learned that you have strategy time in curling. Um, like you can just stand there for, you know, you got like six minutes or something per game to talk with your partner. And I, I think other sports need to implement the, the great use of the microphones because like I know we kind of get some sports you'll get good microphones on the athletes. Like if you watch the Big Bash, you know, you'll often hear the commentators talk to the cricketers and, you know, often ask them what they think of I'm a celebrity, get me out of here and, you know, professional things like that. But, uh, you know, you really are hearing the athletes talking to each other and like telling them what to do. And you don't really hear that a lot in, uh, other sports. So, uh, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed the curling. I thought that was great. Um, and Mallory was happy that I enjoyed the figure skating. I really did enjoy that. Um, and, uh, what's, what's your esteemed Canadian pair at the end there? Uh, the ones who carried the, the flag. Is it Virtue and Moyer? Am I, is that the right ones there, Mallory? Virtue and Moyer. Yeah. They're the ice dancers. Their routine was amazing at the end where they did it to, um, the Moulin Rouge song. Um, just the, yep. just the way that was. It literally gave me goosebumps and it was beautiful. And, um, yes. Okay. Straight away. They're, and they're in the they're ice dancing say. again, aren't they? They're going to win the gold, surely, in that. Yes, they will. Um, may I just say that at the beginning of the figure skating, watching the team event, I texted you and I was like, oh my gosh, the figure skating's on, I'm so excited. And the very first thing that you said to me in a text message was, oh wait, we're going to make fun of the ice dancing so much. And what did you just say? It gave you goosebumps? Because it was beautiful. I want to take back what, how much, Jared, you're going to hate me for this, but it was amazing. I loved it. Like, I, like, I'm thinking of more sort of like flamboyant arm waving shit. But like, you know, this is, maybe this is just because these are the good teams. Like when we get to see, like, I didn't see Israel skating the team. So maybe they were doing that garbage. I don't know. But, um, like it wasn't just them. I really enjoyed the American pair. They did like a, do a cold play medley. That was like really cool. Yes. Um, I didn't like the music. You didn't like it? Was that just you don't like cold play or? I do like cold play. I just, it didn't flow very well with the, but I, I, I think the thing to note too that maybe this is where my opinion is changing because I believe this is the first Olympics where they're allowed to use like lyrics in their music. Uh, usually, I was reading this somewhere yeah. where usually it's it's similar to gymnastics, and I think gymnastics have just changed this too that you're only allowed to use instrumentals. Um, but this is the first time, yeah, that they're actually allowed to use lyrics, and it just worked better. Like that that bit with um with Virtue and Moya, just with the you know rocks and just the way it just works so well with the music. Uh, so maybe it's just the lyrics are adding something different to it to what I'm used to seeing. So uh, I stand corrected. I stand corrected, Mallory. It was enjoyable. Good. I'm so glad that you <laughs> are willing to admit that. Jared, are you changing or is it just your me? sexuality and willing to admit that. What, what are you saying? What about my sexuality? <laughs> You're in a relationship with me. That says more about you than me, I think. Um, <laughs> do you change your opinion, Jared? Yeah, I mean, the, the upper levels are definitely better to watch, and I don't mind when they're doing kind of the spins and lifts and stuff. It is just the 
And this is not even just for ice dance, even for like the whatever you call the other type of figure skating, not ice dance. Um, <laughs> just, just like the in between bits, like between like the spins and jumps and tricks and lifts. Like I just, it is that just the arm waving, like the same as the floor routine in gymnastics. I'm like, just get into your jumps and stuff and get rid of these like. I can throw my arm out to the left, and now look, it's above me, and I don't know what I'm doing spaghetti arms. Um, just that that bit I hate, and I just wish that, like, that should be, like, deductions throughout the routine for the amount of, of those stupid arm waves that you put in. It's it's also interesting, um, the coverage. I've never seen it before, that they actually have that, that live score going, don't they, in the top left of the... Like, if they land the technical, you know, the obviously the bits you have to land in each one, you just add the little spaghetti arms in there for uh, each of the judges to see. But, um, I mean, Mallory, you, you would get more figure skating, I guess, in Canada. It's probably an on-the-fly on the question for you. But do they do that in normal, like, non-Olympic figure skating competitions on Canadian TV? Because we never get figure skating on our TV unless it's in the Olympics. The only time I ever watch figure skating is in the Olympics or when the twins skate. Okay. And if I'm watching the twins skate, that's in person. Good. All right. Good. Good to know. Good to see. This is well, yes. that, that's a Colin question. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, one thing I want to say about everything that I watch is that this is what what to me makes the Winter Olympics so great. Is we already went over this in our preview. There's just no boring sports. Like I literally was enthralled by the curling, and people say curling's the boring sport of the Olympics. Uh, I've also talked about you know the ice dancing. I was enthralled by that. Everyone is just so happy in the Winter Olympics. Like, everyone is so excited. Even people who fuck up and, like, you know, don't do too well. They generally always have a... There's not many athletes I have seen be so disappointed with their results. And this is what's just completely different to the Summer Olympics, where you always get sulky people who are like, oh, I only got the bronze. You know, things like that. And this is what I really appreciate about the Winter Games. It just it just looks fun. And we kind of have that... The difference between the Winter and the Summer Olympics is that, say, like, with the medal ceremonies, for example, is that, you know, you'll have kind of a venue presentation which they get their own surang and boorang given to them and then you get the metal plaza one which is completely different where they've got like a live site where they'll have bands playing i think salt lake were the first to do this uh if i'm not mistaken and they'll just have like you know a crowd can just go along at 6 p.m every night and they've got about you know five metal presentations uh for the day so that's as you've noticed australia channel 7 are advertising to the death see you know matty graham getting silver medal later tonight um, I just, I kind of like it. I like it. I never used to like it back when I first saw it in Salt Lake, but I've kind of come to grow with it because it's like a party atmosphere. It's great. I mean, Jared, what do you like the way they do this, like with the medals and just kind of like the whole Winter Olympics seems like more of a, a fun time than the Summer Games? Yeah, definitely. I think that the just the athletes seem to get along better and it doesn't seem kind of fake. They're like supporting each other and hugging each other at the end and just being really happy for, for one another. Uh, not just themselves. I think there is kind of a greater sense of entitlement and, I suppose, selfishness at the Summer Games. And I think just because these athletes go through much, and particularly in, like, the riskiest sports, they put a lot on the line that just they are kind of happy for anybody who who kind of lands that dream run and does really well. Mallory, do you, I mean, I, I think a... the other thing is, yes, you go. Um, you have way more Canadians on the podium in the Winter Olympics, <laughs> which is why everyone is so happy and loving. It's a... Obviously, it's all the Chinese and Russians in the Summer Games that ruin it for everyone. <laughs> yep, <laughs> but it's a good point though. Like it. I mean, Canadians are happy people, but, um, like, just a subtle little difference. Like, 
you know, we joked and made fun of, um, you know, Brit Cox the other night for choking and that sort of stuff. And, you know, again, we're just, we're trying to be funny. We, we know that, you know, we're proud of her for finishing fifth and for Jakinda, obviously, for finishing fourth too. But, like, a slight example of that is that there was all this pressure on Brit to, to go for medals and, you know, everyone talked her up. And then kind of like, oh, damn, disappointed she didn't. Similar thing, like, with the Campbell sisters in Rio. But, like, the difference is, we spent, like, like three, four days of putting up with the Campbell sisters. Oh, I don't know what happened. I'm so disappointed. This is the worst moment of my life. And, like, never... Like, they didn't go and hug Mac Horton when he won the gold medal or anything like that, did they? Whereas Britt Cox was at the finish line giving Mac Graham a hug after the moguls last night, smiling, doing... You know, just being happy that she made it to the finals. Jared, can the Campbell sisters take a page from Britt Cox's book? Like, this just makes me dislike the Campbell sisters even more, I think. Yeah, I think everybody can take a page from her book. I thought that that was really exciting to see. It did annoy me. I don't know if you saw the stupid, like, I don't even know, like, judge or whatever he was, who, like, Britt Cox is, like, giving Matt Graham a hug, and then he's going to hug these other people, and then this judge comes over, he's like, you can't do that, we need to get all this other stuff done, like... (laughs) Stop talking to people. And I was like, shut up and let him have his moment, you idiot. <laughs> He's from the IOC, let's be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, can we also just quickly comment too? We, we had a lot of fun during Rio with those shitty little um, plastic little toys they gave to the athletes. Um, this time around, as I said, they get like a, a boo-rang or a su-rang or whatever the hell it is. But they, what is this thing they get at the actual plaza? It's like a piece of wood with like mountains on it. Have you seen this, Jared? I don't know what the hell it is they're getting. I haven't seen that yet, but I have to keep an eye out for it. Mallory, did you have you seen any of the medal presentations? No. Okay, we'll just. Keep... I've only watched little stuffed animals. You'll see. Okay, see. Watch when Manny Graham gets his medal time. But like, it's actually if you're on the app, they do have a channel at about like seven o'clock every night Australia where you can just watch the medal presentations. I just happened to catch the Canadians get their gold last night in the figure skating. But they they just keep an eye out for the little thing that they hand them afterwards. They get their medal and can I say comment the medals? I like the medals. They, they look nice, nice looking medals. Um, and you get like a little wooden statue of something. It's a lot nicer than the plastic junk they got from Rio. Um, but I still don't know what it is. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to see that this is the first time in a long time we've had a decent looking Winter Olympics medal. I mean, the Sochi one had like a piece of plastic glass in it. The Torino one was a fucking donut. Um, and I mean, I didn't mind the Vancouver ones. The Vancouver ones were kind of had lumps on it. And uh, I learnt when I was in Canada, and I don't know if you knew this, Mallory, that, uh, all of the Vancouver medals can actually be connected together like a jigsaw puzzle to form uh, the shapes and contours of the Vancouver region. Uh, and they did that deliberately. That's cool. So that, I think that's really cool. Like, that's that's really clever. That's up there with the Rio Paralympic ones, which had, uh, like, Braille on it and little bells in them that, like, shook, considering what, you know, what colour they were or something like that. But anyway, um, just keep an eye out that for the medal presentations uh, because they're very fun. Um, now, commentary coverage. Got one here from Colin. He actually isn't on the line here with us, as we've already mentioned. Uh, but this one's actually quite funny. This is more of a um, Team Canada website fail. So um, they've actually posted on their, I believe this is their Twitter page, They've got at J Deferla Point win silver for hashtag Team Canada at Pyeongchang 2018. The Women's Moguls final in photos. So there's four pictures of, uh, you know, Moguls action. To which then they've gotten a reply from Audrey Robichard, Robichard or whatever. Guys, none of those photos are me. Haha. Andy does look good though. <laughs> Team Canada's, oh no, so sorry, Aubrey. You looked and skied awesome too. Thanks for letting us know so we can update. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Just, but very Canadian there, Mallory, at the end. They've apologised to her for it. <laughs> I mean, they tried. They did. They did try. Did you... I want to go to you first, see, Mallory, if you notice any of the commentary, because I know you're paying more attention to this now that you're doing this show with us. I am. Okay, so again, I only watched two sports yesterday. Um, when we won gold, my mom texted me and was talking to me. And so one of the commentators in the figure skating, okay, I need to find my phone, is Kurt someone who's Von apparently Houghton. really famous. Incorrect. Kurt Browning. <laughs> ah, the, the Kurt Browning. <laughs> so, yeah, my mom was talking all about Virtue and Moy are doing such a great job. Like, they're going to win gold, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, yeah, and, like, we have a Canadian girl in second right now for slope style. My mom's reply to this is, it's so great to hear Kurt Browning commentating the figure skating. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know if he's Canadian. I'm assuming he's Canadian because my mom knows who he is. Um, He's one of the most amazing figure skaters of all time. My mom's in love with this guy. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, that's my exciting commentating thing of the day. Okay. I feel like it was, might have been something else, but probably not. Well, if you think about it, please, by all means, let us know. Before I get to you, Jared, just quickly, we will say the women's uh, halfpipe is over. Uh, gold to Chloe Kim from the USA, uh, which means the USA have jumped over Canada in the medal tally. Uh, silver to China, uh, Luau Zhao, uh, she got silver, and Ariel Gold for the US bronze. Sadly, Kelly Clark couldn't uh, become the first female to win four medals in four different Olympics in snowboarding. Sad to see that. Um, and I've switched over right now. The uh, alpine skiing is getting underway, finally. Uh, the men's alpine combined downhill is uh, about to get underway, and I love uh, alpine skiing. The downhill, the slalom, the giant slalom. There's nothing unexciting about uh, alpine skiing. Um, Jared, uh, any commentary, things of note for you on day three? Uh, there was nothing from yesterday. I will say today in the snowboarding, there was a bit of a doozy when they were talking about Emily Arthur and how she was listening to Superbase. <laughs> and the commentator was like, she's a big fan of Nicki Minaj. Get in that starship, Emily, and fly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was like, are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've got a few doozies for us from uh, yesterday. Um I I have uh, I don't know I'm guessing it's Canadian coverage from the curling I'm not sure there's definitely a Canadian commentator and a Scottish commentator because uh we do actually know that these the curling stones come from Scotland and Scotland and the Great and Great Britain actually have a pretty good history in curling outside of uh, the Canadians so um we we had this the nicest Canadian commentator, like just stereotypical Canadian. He sounds like he's about seventy, but he comes across with the line, like just the most obvious line. Oh, in the old days before radio on TV, curling was on radio, <laughs> and it's like, okay, that would have been exciting. Then <laughs> he says, "Oh, curling's a great sport for TV." <laughs> like, is it? <laughs> like, I love curling, but I could probably get sick of it after a while. Uh, now, Mallory, I know... Better com- than for radio, I'm sure. <laughs> he's sweeping, he's sweeping, he's sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mallory, I know Collins told me before that there legitimately is curling on primetime TV in Canada. As somebody who obviously clearly pays attention to these sports outside of the Olympics, do you ever just happen to find yourself on a Friday night flicking channels and, oh, curling's on, let's watch this? 
Uh, we don't have cable, so no, I don't. <laughs> I thought this would be on, like, network TV, though. <laughs> no? All right. Uh, <laughs> no. We just... No. Um, a few bits in the figure skating. Uh, whoever... Uh, again, weird commentary combination. We've got, like, an American or a Canadian with an Australian, uh, and she just sounds like the most bogan woman in the world commentating. She's, like, basically the Tonya Harding of Australian figure skating. Um, they loved mentioning Twizzles in figure skating. I don't know what a Twizzle is. I thought that was, um, isn't that a type of red, like, chewy candy in North America, Mallory? Or is that a, tw- no, it's Twizzler. Uh, <laughs> Twizzler. Twizzler. Isn't a Twizzle when they, like, go back and forth without doing a full spin? Look, it could be. It either, to me, sounds like, like what Jared was saying with the spaghetti arms, or perhaps maybe it's like, you know, back in the Roy and HG days with the Hello Boys and the, you know, Ludwig notes. I don't know, but, um. <laughs> one of the best bits in this, I think it was the Italian pair, and they like leaned in really close to each other, like they were about to kiss or something like that. And the woman turns around and goes, "Oh, thank goodness they both don't have braces." <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> Just the way they come across it. Um, but um, what was uh, the uh, some of the actual mogul stuff? Uh, that was going on. Uh, I love Basil Zemplis, but just some of the stuff he comes up with is just kind of ridiculous. And God damn it, Jared, Channel Seven and Tennis, get over it! Like when when he lo- when um Matt Graham loses, you know, to to Mikhail Kingsbury, they get there and they're like, oh, to put that into context, that would be like losing at Wimbledon against Roger Federer or losing losing at Roland Garros against Rafael Nadal. We get it, Channel Seven. You like tennis? <laughs> it's the only sport they really have on, so so they've got, got to make a point of trying to keep it. Yes, um. <laughs> What was the one there when they get there and it was like, I think it was when Kingsbury, down the bottom, Basil Zemplis, world class, Olympic class, gold medal class? I think so. <laughs> he says it. Um, also, can we point out that Dirk Nannis, who I knew as a cricketer, I didn't know he was a mogul skier as well. Like, what is this thing? Is Steve Smith going to be commentating the bloody figure skating pairs? He's got a background in it. Where does this come from? Did you know much about Dirk Nannis in the Moguls? No, I didn't know that that was his background at all. So I, I just didn't. I was like, who even is this person? Do they know what they're talking about? But evidently, he's got some idea. Well, I've just found an article here in the Daily Telegraph with a headline Why former Australian cricketer Dirk Nannis is calling the Moguls at the Winter Olympics. <laughs> Um, and it's got here that, um, that skiing is his main passion. Um, he, his dream was actually to go to the Winter Olympics and he ended up, uh, playing for Australia in cricket. So there you go, kids. Um, you can do both. Um, oh God, some of the, uh, the other cheesy one-liners here we had, uh, about, I think it was about Matt Graham. Has he made these moguls into gold hills? Um, which was just no. Um, we also had, um, the great line of commentary there by Dirk Nannis, who literally turned around to the three, uh, winning medalists in the moguls and said, all through, all three will feel like they've won a medal. Yes, Dirk, they have won a medal. Um, and... Just the, the worst of the worst came at the end of it when I don't even know. I, I tweeted this out and somebody replied to me saying that it was Rachel Finch. It didn't look like Rachel Finch, 
but it wouldn't, you know, put it past me because the Channel 7 has sent their expert commentators out there to the Winter Olympics, including former Miss Australia Rachel Finch with her vast background knowledge of winter sports. Um, she's there in the crowd interviewing Matt Graham's grandparents. To which she she says to the grandfather, Oh, Matt's the first Aussie to win our first medal and his first medal. <laughs> the grandfather's just like, Yeah, yeah, Matt's always doing things. Yep, he's pretty good. And to which she then puts the microphone in front of the grandma and she's all like, Oh, oh, I'm so proud. Oh, oh, I don't know what to say. And then Rachel Finch or whatever goes, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And she's like, Oh, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> What a great interviewer Rachel Finch woman was. <laughs> oh, my God. And typical Channel 7, the coverage you think couldn't get any worse. But let's put up tweets at the bottom of the screen showing how Australia's reacting to this great moment in our sporting history, a silver medal. Let's see all the regular Australians putting out tweets, all the regular Australians such as Channel 7 host Mel McLaughlin. Uh, just... Like, no regular people, it's just Channel 7 personalities. And I've discovered the name of that stupid woman uh, who is a terrible host, Edwina Bartholomew. So, uh, there we go. We've got somebody to bag out a little bit more. Uh, all right, Athlete of the Day. Is this any question? It's got to be Maddie Graham, right, Jared? Come on. Um, You would think so, but I am going to give it to Mikhail Kinsbury just because, like, I think his score of 86 point whatever was actually too low because watching that run, like... I just feel like it deserved like a perfect score because you just can't get better than that. And, and the commentators were doubting him throughout. And I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when it gets to the final. And I think just putting down that run, like he couldn't have done anything better. I think Dirk Dennis had something against Macau Kingsbury, if I'm completely honest with you, because he always seemed to be bagging the guy out. Um, Mallory, did you have an athlete of the day? Gotta give it to Virtue and Moyer. Like, if they gave you goosebumps after what you've said to me, they're definitely athletes of the day. Okay. Well, um, I'll, I'll give you that. But uh, at the same time, you know, we've got to also realise that, you know, Australia, silver medal, might not happen again. This is the Winter Olympics. <laughs> we've got to take these when they come. Uh, you know, think of the 90s people. Where we, all we would do is get a bronze medal. So, uh, yes, we'll see how that goes. Uh, now, we don't have, obviously, Colin on the line here to do a My Name Is, but, um, I found one here, and I thought we'd go with Mikhail Kingsbury, just because, you know, he obviously got the gold, but I'm sad to say it's a pretty boring one, if I'm completely honest with you. No offence to you, Mr. Kingsbury, you're, uh, the Roger Federer of moguls. Thanks, um, <laughs> everyone at Channel 7 for reminding us that. Um, so we got here. Hello, my name is Mikhail Kingsbury and I'm Canadian. My favourite Olympic moment is hearing the national anthem, Oh Canada, on the podium with Alex in 2014. That was Alex Billado, who of course won the gold. Or, uh, I think as, um, uh, Basil Zemplis called him Balladou. Um, as a kid, my favourite sports team was Montreal Expos slash Montreal Canadians. Do you, do you like either of those teams, Mallory? No. Good. Don't talk about them. Okay. Um, I like Montreal, but I don't know about their teams. Um, if I could be any superhero, I would be Batman, to which they've posted a picture of him on Instagram in a Batman suit next to a woman dressed as Batwoman. So, oh, Catwoman, the other one. Sorry. Um, if I could be an Olympian in any other sport than my own, it would be Diver or Skater 2020. Oh, not cricket? <laughs> 
2020 skating. It's the new thing coming soon. Uh, my favourite music artists are Metallica. If I could eat one food for the rest of my life, it would be steak. My favourite place to compete is Deer Valley, Utah. Okay. My favourite thing to do in the summer is golf. <laughs> and there's an Instagram picture of him playing golf. <laughs> they know this is so boring. They're literally having to add pictures to this. Uh, my favourite cartoon to watch growing up was The Simpsons. Uh, Mallory, tell everyone your favourite Simpsons episode. That's rude. Tell everyone, have you I've seen The Simpsons? The Simpsons. <laughs> never watched The Simpsons, ladies and gentlemen. She's the one. <laughs> uh, that's it. That is legitimately his My Name Is. <laughs> so boring. I mean, congratulations on your goal. You didn't even get him to draw a picture. I know. They just had to put pictures on him. <laughs> so lack of pictures. Um, anyway, so there we go. Good news for us, so Jared Luby, what happened to us and our fan messages? Breaking news. Tell everyone what happened. Well, um, we're done with moderation. We're on the page. Yes. Um, Mallory Lubeck's great post to Holly. It, it made it up. We're there. We've made it. Mallory, how do you feel about you sort of becoming famous on the Australian Olympic team? I'm really wishing that the message was nice, but I feel like it probably wasn't. No. Uh, it was about you meeting uh, Holly Crawford at the Adelaide Oval. Go Crows. Oh, yes. <laughs> Go Crows. Uh, cricket is a great sport. Yes, it is. Well, that's not even a cricket team, but um, well done. Uh- <laughs> that's an AFL team. Well done. <laughs> You, you love Australian sport, don't you? Um, everyone right now listening to this not live, uh, seriously, switch over right now to the Alpine skiing because this is amazing. Are you watching this, Jared? I love this sport. It is so windy. I am. This is great. Oh, this is like these guys are just like mental. The fact that they're going so fast on these tiny pieces of wood. They're doing 101.6 clubs. Oh, he's down. Oh, goodness. Just as I speak. Just uh, <laughs> why it's even awesome. People crash and shit. It's great. Mallory, can we please go do this in Canada? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Permission. I mean, if you want to die, go for it. I'm going to die one day. All right, let's um, let's Skiing read. Skiing scares me. Let's read some of these fair messages. Uh, there was one here uh, from Liam in Victoria to Scotty James. Uh, hey man, I saw you kicking the footy around on your Insta story, and I was wondering who you went for. Also, you're killing it. Keep it up. A-U, 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 which I'm guessing is little Australian flags. I want them to... I think they should put the options here to reply. <laughs> I want to see Scotty James pressing reply. Hey, Liam, go for the crows. <laughs> Something like... I want to see Holly Crawford replying to our message. Who are you? <laughs> it's my fourth Olympics. What are you on about? <laughs> um, he's on from Josh Rees of New South Wales to a snowboarder, Emily Arthur. Hi, Emily. I come from Sutherland in Sydney, and I volunteer in the office at your old Hehon. A Thursday just gave a running commentary of your snowboard qualification to your old mathematics teacher, Ms. Gray. We are rooting for you. Best of luck in the final. Go Australia. Regards, Josh Reese, staff support guy at Bosco. There's not a full stop in there to be found. Uh- <laughs> Uh, Marilyn Dolkins of Western Australia here to, uh, one of our bobsledders, Lucas Matter. Dear Lucas, 4D from Narogan Primary School offer these messages of encouragement. 
If you fail, try again. Play fair. Good luck. Enjoy your time. Try your best. Don't get hurt. Play safe. Be nice to others on your team. Have fun. Go for gold. Never give up. Stay warm. Don't get frostbite. <laughs> Encourage your teammates. Your sincerely, 4D. <laughs> Uh, are you are you reading this, Jared? Do you have any here? I always feel like I I should ask you if you want any to read any of these out. My favorite one, and it's not even that funny, but I feel like if they're not accepting some of our messages, how have they accepted this? From Sydney Mills to Brittany Cox, Brett, you did a great. We are proud to have you. <laughs> you couldn't even get a name right. You called her Brett. How does that get a Brett? <laughs> Oh, we know what we're doing today with one of these messages then. Um, <laughs> here's one from Noel Lofton in New South Wales. Hi, Matt. Oh, this is Matt Graham, by the way. Hi, Matt. It's Noel and Narell here from just up your street back home. Number 129. <laughs> if you know where Matt Graham lives, then you can go visit Noel and Narell. <laughs> Very best wishes, mate. Hope you have an amazing night tonight. We'll be watching and cheering every moment. All of Ost and especially our end of Narara is very proud of you and how hard you've worked to get this point. So let it rip. Enjoy the moment. And good luck. <laughs> God damn it. Oh my goodness. These are these are funny. Uh Mallory, do you have you read any of these at all? I don't know if I'm meant to be enjoying you in here. No. Um, no, it's okay. No. Just continue. Okay. Cool. Uh I don't know if there's anyone other good ones here. Um let's see here. No, no. Yeah, I found that Brett one. <laughs> Brett, you did great. Maybe they're a New Zealander. <laughs> like Brett. You did great. Uh, no, but doesn't see a receipts fan. Yeah, tr- true, true. Um, okay, then let's do. Let's okay. Who are we choosing today? So who's competing? We'll quickly look. Um, we've got a bunch of cross country skiers skiing today, uh, Jared. We've also got uh, another male cross country skier uh, happening, and of course Scotty James hits the slopes today. So uh, what what are you thinking? Shall we? Give give Scotty some love today and uh, go to go to some of our cross country skiers. Yeah, do we do we bother to send a uh, team message? Oh, good good point. Actually, that's shall we shall we just go for a team one? Do you think? Well, if we do a team for the cross country, there's about four of them. So well, let's let's do it cross country. So do you think I can? This means we can tick them all off. Technically, is this? Can I rate this one? Oh, can of course I rate you can. This one? Absolutely. Uh, does this mean? I just want to see if we're we're technically crossing off on my list here. So okay, before we write it, let's let's cheat in some way or another here. We're officially. Well, we've actually already sent one to Jessica Yeaton, uh, so that's already fine. Uh, but we'll tick off Casey Wright. She's a cross country skier. And uh, Amy Watson as well, who uh, I believe is Callum Watson's sister or wife or just has the same last name. Uh, <laughs> I think he did mention that in his interview. I do pay attention to people when I interview them and Phil Bellingham as well. All right. What do you want to say here, Mallory? What are we saying to our cross-country team? Actually, first of all, what's your name? What is it? We are saying. What's your name here? Mallory. What? Hilding. All right. We'll go with that. Uh, Why is it always my name that gets used? Because you got published the first <laughs> time. <laughs> You're 100% right now. 
Um, you can be... I'm the only published one, so therefore it has to be under my All name. right, Mallory Hilding at Hotmail.com. Everyone send her a message. Uh, all right, what, what are we saying to our cross-country team? We're saying your sport is boring, but don't worry. We'll still cheer for you. <laughs> okay. I don't think that's going to get published. Your sport is boring, but don't worry. <laughs> oh, we can tell them that they don't belong in their, the Olympics because they're Australian, but... That's that racist. Weird. It's okay if it says from overseas fan. Oh, actually, yes, let's quickly put... <laughs> Victoria, wow, okay. Send message to cross-country that's... I think your record's gone. <laughs> yeah, I think you're definitely gone now. Good job. You've broken your streak. Um, all right, let's 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 get one to Scotty. Uh, where are you? Uh, send message. Oh, okay, post another message. Okay, calm down, Australian Olympic Committee website. Uh, snowboard, where are you, Scotty? James, name, um, let's go with Noah Groves. Uh, email... <laughs> Uh, oh shit, I can't even spell. Uh, he is, of course, from the esteemed uh, Australian Capital Territory. Um, let's see here. Uh, any ideas? Um, kick Sean White's pasty white ass. <laughs> pasty white ass. His games suck. And his hair. Looks like a mop. <laughs> uh, carry him harder than you carried that flag. Go, you good thing. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Sorry, I, I know I didn't ask you any of you for, uh, for input there. Um, but um, Noah Groves from the ACT has uh, sent that one in. Thanks, Noah Groves. For uh, for joining us today, I feel like we need to do one of these uh one of these names. I'm just gonna see here who have we got here that's got a name. Like, you know, go Brett. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, yeah, there's not many here really. Um, David, Diana, Lydia, Adam, Harry. Oh, Harry, go go Barry. There we go. All right, <laughs> he's one of our uh, alpine skiers. Let's see here, Harry Laylow. Uh, name, um, uh, who can we go here? Anthony Rossi. Um, that was, <laughs> excuse me, all our Waslet's names here. <laughs> Hello, Rossi, if you're listening. Um, Mallory has no idea who that is. Uh, can be an overseas fan. Hey, Barry. <laughs> what do we want to say to Barry? <laughs> um, skiing shit. Love. <laughs> <laughs> you ski good, good ski, ski so good, we get wood. <laughs> we want- don't ski bad. <laughs> ski so good, don't ski bad. Bad skiing is bad. Is bad. <laughs> you ski good, good skiing is good. You like skiing, <laughs> that's why... <laughs> <laughs> That's why you ski. So ski. Ski well. Ski hard. And remember, don't forget to ski. Ski. <laughs> 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 oh, 
can we just... I just, just those at home who may have missed that. Hey, Barry, you ski good. Good ski. Ski so good. Don't ski bad. Bad skiing is bad. You ski good. Good skiing is good. You like skiing. That's why you ski. So ski. Ski well. Ski hard. And remember, don't forget to ski. Ski. <laughs> That's got to get published. I want that to get published That's so bad. Surely that exceeds the character limit, doesn't it? No, it's, it works. It says, thank you for showing your support. Your message is undergoing moderation and will be posted shortly. How the hell did that um, the one yesterday get published? Can they not see they get published from the same IP address in the vicinity of, like, three seconds? Um, I want to get the job at the AOC of uh, moderating messages. That's their one job. Oh, my goodness. All righty. Day four, it's already begun, we're, we're recording this in the middle of it, but um, the medal events today, uh, Alpine Skiing, Men's Combined, well it's going to happen because it's happening right now, so uh, get excited for the Alpine Skiing to finally get started. Um, two events in the cross-country skiing, the men's individual sprint, the women's individual sprint. Curling, uh, obviously we will have the uh, mixed doubles gold medal match happening a little later on, uh, Olympic athletes from Russia have already won the bronze in that one. Uh, the luge, women's singles will be decided today. Short track speed skating, the women's 500 metres, so we're back to the short track. Uh, the snowboarding, women's half pipe's already been decided, as we said. Chloe Kim, the gold for the USA. Um, and in full track speed skating, the men's 1500 metres. Uh, who'd you pick in that one, Jared? Is it Grant Hackett or Kieran Perkins? Um, I'm going to go with, uh, Thorpey. Thorpey. Okay, good, good idea here. Good idea. I'm actually going, looking at the start list here. I'm going for Bart Swings, my Belgian. Um, he's there. But, uh, New Zealand's favourite speed skater, Peter Michael's back. Uh, so look out, everyone. Um, I, I am actually looking here at his, um, his record. Actually, can we just point out here, Jared, that this Peter Michael is actually a pretty bloody decent short track skier. Uh, a full track skier, I should say. A skater. I've got it on the mind. Um, looking at his record in world championships, he's actually won a few gold medals. So when it comes to the 15,000 metres, uh, he's the reigning world champion, and he's the reigning world champion in the 1,000 metre sprint. So holy fuck, New Zealand might actually win some medals here, Jared. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, hopefully, um, if they do happen to medal, I'm hoping it's a bronze. Oh, absolutely. Nothing, nothing more than a bronze. We can't see winning anything more than that. They've already won a silver. So it's taken, it'll take them 26 years to win a bronze. So hopefully a 26 years to win a gold. So, uh, we'll go with that. Um, other events that are happening, uh, today, uh, fourth day of women's ice hockey is happening today. Get excited. Uh, also in short track, there will be qualifying in the men's 1000 meters, the Stephen Bradbury event. And uh, also in the men's 5,000 metre relay. Uh, Scotty James is hitting the slopes, as we said. He will be competing in the uh, men's half pipe, of course, uh, where he is uh, a very good chance of picking up a medal. But it's also not just him. We have Kent Callister and Nathan Johnstone uh, to compete in that one. I will say again, in the cross-country skiing, we have Jessica Yeaton, Casey Wright, Amy Watson, as well as Phil Bellingham all competing there for Australia. Um... And that is about it for what is going on on day four. Mallory, what are you looking forward to the most out of all those events? I'm looking forward to seeing Canada win another gold medal in curling. You will. I, I'm calling Although it, I probably won't watch it. I'm calling it now. That is a lock. That is 100% in. You are winning the gold medal. If the Swiss beat you in that game, 
I will come on air tomorrow and sing the French national anthem. That's what I will do. Okay. Um, <laughs> in French. In French. Uh, <laughs> which means I have to learn French pretty quickly. Uh, Mallory, it's always a pleasure having you on the show today, though. So uh, thank you very much. And uh, hopefully we will hear from you again shortly. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> glad, glad. <laughs> Sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> It's often a reaction people have to this show. And uh, Jared, thank you also for uh, joining us on a silver day for Australia. Yeah, let's not forget that silver and let's hope that uh, Scotty James can beat the curse of the Swiss multivitamins and um, and not choke. Yes, indeed. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow to recap day four. In the meantime, if you like a show, like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us some feedback. And uh, we appreciate all the support that we have. My name is Ben. This is Off the Podium. We'll speak to you next time. Good night.